wanted to start this podcast to share hunting stories of my experiences and what I've done over the years. There's so much more that is involved in hunting than just pulling the trigger and killing an animal. We want to be inspirational, educational, but we also want to have a good time and teach you how to have a good time as well. I have Austin Pressy from Wicked 7 Outdoors and Ted Nestor from The Chase with Ted and Amber. We got everybody back together because me and Ted and Austin are going on a pretty awesome trip. What's not going to be fun is the 12 miles a day that we're going to be walking. I got us a cart that Teddy can pull us in. You know, anybody that knows me knows that I'm kind of shapely, not in shape. I'm usually the type of guy, if I can't get the side by side to it, I generally don't shoot it. I might be the first one you got to call lifeline for this year. Stevie and I have been best friends for a long time, and we've never got to do a hunt like this. Just to do that, like, means a lot to me. It almost makes me tear up because I'm so excited. All right, I'm definitely not sleeping in the same tent as Ted now. <laughs> Brokeback Canyon. Uh, hey, Ted, we're going to reconvene on these dates, and we'll let you know. Welcome to Hunting Day with Stephen Robbins. Now for your host, Stephen Robbins. All right, guys and gals, welcome back to another episode of Hunting Day. And on this episode, I have Austin Pressy from Wicked 7 Outdoors and Ted Nestor from The Chase with Ted and Amber. And Ted and Amber previously had Almost Heaven Outdoors on the Pursuit Channel, and they've actually, they're rebranding and making a shift. And now they have The Chase with Ted and Amber on the Pursuit Channel. So we're definitely excited to have you guys on and welcome. Absolutely. Thanks, man. It's good to be here. Glad to be back. Yeah, man. Hey, both y'all's episodes were awesome. We had a really good time. We talked about lots of different things. Ted, we talked about air guns and predator hunting. Austin, we talked about all dad hunting and talked a little bit about our trip that we had down there with you uh, this past spring. We got everybody back together because me and Ted and Austin are going on a, what I like to call a pretty awesome trip here in just a few weeks. We're going to be headed to West Texas with Austin, and we're going to be chasing free-range monster all dad. And uh, we may even encounter a mule deer or two. We're taking the bows down just in case. And uh, so, Austin, uh, you've been teasing me with all these posts on Instagram and Facebook of some of these big uh, all dad you've been killing. So tell us about that. Man, it's been the month of September was nuts. Um, 13 sheep and 31 however many days were in September. I've lost track. I think 30 days. So 13 sheep, you know, just putting on miles and miles on boots. You know, I've already, I bought a new pair of boots for this season and they've already got holes and they're blown out and busted up. And that country down there is no joke, man. Um, but, um, I've only had two, I think, that were under 30. Everything over that was, you know, 30, 31, 32s. I had uh, a consecutive 33 week last week. And it's just on top of sheep, being on sheep every day, um, picking out the right sheep for those clients, man. It was just, it's awesome. There's, I, I think I said it last time, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing than chasing sheep. And that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, you've been, uh, you definitely been on them and, uh, me and Ted, we've been talking just about every day and, uh, he'll see a post or I'll see a post and we turn into little schoolgirls. We get all giddy and we start calling and texting each other. And, uh, 
Ted, uh, what, uh, what are you taking down there to hunt these things with? Uh, well, I had planned on taking a 300 wind mag and, uh, never had one. I've had three or four three Oh eights. So I shot my 300 wind mag that I, that I bought. I wasn't too impressed with it. So then I went and bought a, uh, a 308 Remington model 700 tactical, which I've got several Remington model 700s. I'm comfortable with that gun. Uh, those are my favorite type of type of type of rifle. So I bought a 308 tactical, um, topped it with a vortex scope, 36 power. And, uh, I'm, you know, <clears throat> I'm not going to complain about one that's close, but if I get an opportunity to shoot one at like six, 700 yards, that, that would be, that would be nice. I wouldn't definitely complain about that either. Okay. Austin, what do you think our chances are of that? <laughs> Which part getting them close or getting them far? Uh, the six, 700 yard shot. Oh, that's doable. My, uh, I took three guys from Hawaii. Well, two were from Hawaii. One was from Idaho. Um, this past week, we shot it 618 yards, 540 yards, and then the longest shot was 804 yards. So to get one out there, stretch the legs out on the rifle, it's no, that's a non-issue. Um, we have had guys do DIY hunts that shot theirs at 20 yards, 26 yards. So... You know, you, it, it can go either way. These sheep, there's, I always tell people, hey, expect a long range shot, but be ready for that close up. Well, with that being said, I want one 805 yards. All right, we can do that. I, I can get you a thousand. Uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we'll stretch your legs out out there at 805. I'm, uh, I'd love for mine to be anywhere between eight to five, like spear range. Eight yards to five yards? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got one place that we could probably do that. So Austin and I was talking, and and him and I have been talking quite a bit here too. Um, So the goal is obviously for us all to just kill an all dad. Um, My goal is to film you first. And uh, if possible, I'm also taking the Umarex hammer, the 50 caliber. So if Austin thinks he can get us close, you know, I may have just bought my 308 for no reason. <laughs> well, no re- not no reason, but, you know, uh, if, you know if, I, if we can get close enough to kill one with the 50 caliber air gun, I would be all about that. That would be fun. Um, I don't know if that's been done yet, has it? Um, yeah, there was one chick um, that killed it with a hammer, which is the world record, and I can't remember exactly what it is. Um, uh, Austin and I talked about that. I, I, I told him what it scored. I can't remember. But it's not confirmed or denied, but I think it was behind a high fence, um, which is fine. You know, I, I don't oppose high fence, but I would like to be 
you know, I, I would like to kill one free range out there backpacking in, you know, doing it like that with a 50 caliber air gun. Yeah. And so that's something that I, I think we should bring up to our listeners is this is a backpack sleeping in tents out in the desert with the mountain lions, the coyotes, the red fox or gray foxes. Y'all don't have red fox down there, do you? No, sir. Okay. But yeah, so we're going to be out there with the critters and, uh, you know, we're going to be down right on the Mexican border. So it's hard to say what we'll see or what we won't see. And, uh, but I think that's going to be like a really, that's just going to be a unique twist to, to this hunt. Um, I've never done a hunt like this. I mean, I've camped and I've hunted, but I've never gone backpack camp hunting. And so I think it's going to be fun. Um, what's not going to be fun is the seven to like 12 miles a day that we're going to be walking. So I, I got us a, uh, cart that Teddy can pull us in? You know, anybody that knows me knows that I'm kind of shapely and not in shape, but shapely. <laughs> and um, when he talked about wearing out a pair of brand new pair of boots already, I'm usually the type of guy, if I can't get the side by side to it, I generally don't shoot it. <laughs> so this is going to be a, uh, definitely a challenge for me. Uh, maybe, I don't know. He said he'd take it easy on me. So, I might be the first one you got to call lifeline for this year. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I'll hit the SOS on the in reach. We'll get you out. There you go. Okay. Well, Teddy's um, got the June bug anyway. <laughs> so the world record odd ad was 137 and six eighths with the Umarex hammer. So I've never heard one scored like that. What is, what is that like? That's SCI. So you get your both length measurements. Your base measurement, your mid mass, and then you go halfway between your base and your mid mass. That's a measurement, and then you go halfway between your mid mass and your tips, and that's another measurement. Now, I've always scored for ROE. I'm not a SCI scorer. ROE scores are length, base, and mid mass. It doesn't even tell me how long it was on one side, and I've tried pulling up the score sheets on it. Well, maybe we can try reaching out the um this lady and see if we could get some measurements and maybe even get her on the show and uh see how her hunt went and what you know the style of hunt that she was on and how they did it that'd be pretty cool so so we're gonna be camping out under the stars and Mm -hmm. while we're there the plan is to do some predator hunting and we're gonna take the thermals down and one thing that i'm pretty jacked about is there are mountain lions running around down there Yes, sir. We had one about 60 yards from camp the other day. Um, never heard it, never seen it. But, you know, I walk through camp and check everything out real good, um, looking to see if there's anything that's moved through there. Pretty much I do that every morning. I woke up the first morning of our hunt, and uh, like 60 yards from camp, there was a, a long line of mountain lion tracks, like where he, had, he or she, I don't, I can't tell you what it was, but it had come up within 60 yards and then veered back down towards the Rio Grande. And I just kind of quit looking for it at that point because the sun was starting to crack up and we were fixing to go hit the mountains and get these guys on some sheep. Yeah. Now our hunt. Um, so we're going to get in on an evening or a late afternoon, early mm-hmm. evening. Is the plan to go out and glass that evening or is that like, okay, it's such a long walk that we're not going to do that 
that the next morning we're going to get up. Are we going to get up at daylight? Are we going to get up before daylight and try to be where the all dad are at as the sun's coming up? Like what's, uh, what are some of the details of that? So the first night where we're going to be camping at is actually really cool. Cause it's kind of at the base of two mesas. Okay. And so if we can sit there after we get camp thrown up and, you know, get everything situated, if I'm sitting there glassing and I see a good sheep up there on that mountain, we may have one down the first night. Okay. I may say, hey, that sheep's killable. Let's go get it. Um, now, as far as the next morning, these sheep, they don't, they're not like whitetail, right? Like a whitetail will get up for any number of reasons in the middle of the night, go feed around, mill around, move to a different bed, and they just kind of do that. These Audad, they, they're kind of like me. I don't wake up early in the morning at all. Like as soon as that sun starts cracking over the mesa, that's when them sheep will start kind of milling around a little bit, but they'll still stay by their beds. And then once it starts heating up during the day, that's when they're getting up and moving towards the shady sides of the mesas. And so, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll probably wake up an hour before daylight before, you know, the sun cracks over the mesas and fills the valley with nice warm sunlight from the uh, 50 degree night. We just, you know, we've had, but we'll probably hit the mountain, you know, right as the sun's coming up and start just walking in and getting somewhere where we can see them try to get up high um i think the last time we went to the top of what i call mesa number five it was a two-hour hike from bottom to top and it's almost straight up uh copy (laughs) so potential two hours straight up and down hike huh two hours up and about 45 minutes to an hour down so so let me put this into perspective for you. Two hours for you could potentially be three hours for me. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. The beauty about where we camp at, though, is, like I said, it's right in the valley of those two mesas. So we may wake up and go, hey, let's not go straight up first thing in the morning. Let's not kill ourselves and then have three quarters of a day to burn. Hating life. Let's just walk down the riverbed. And we'll glass up both sides of four and five. And I've seen plenty of sheep 800 to 1,000 feet up that are absolutely killed. Okay. Well, here's my plan. You know, is before we leave in the morning, uh, me and you and Stevie are going to say a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> that we get one really close. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if we can shoot them in the flats, we'll shoot them in the flats. I ain't mad at that. Are you kidding me to only have to pack one out a couple hundred yards as opposed to a couple miles? I'm okay with that. Absolutely. <laughs> that makes that makes two people. So here's my take on it. And this is like, and I'm like all seriousness. Anybody that knows me knows that like I have bad legs, bad ankles. I, I can't walk a whole lot. Mostly because I'm fat and lazy, but I blame it on the ankles. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but but like, I've never done a hunt like this either. And like, I'm really, really excited because Amber and I have talked for years about doing a hunt like this, uh, like for elk, um, you know, out, out West. And like, I'm, I, I, I know that, that, that after it's all said and done, that I'm going to be a sore Sore, you know, I'm going to be sore. Uh, may have a few cuts and bruises, but, you know, I'm 
I'm I'm really looking forward to it just because it's something you know I've hunted all over the country. Stevie's hunted all over the country. Um, several different types of species of animals, and it just this is just one that uh, you know. And and I have 150 percent faith in you, Austin, but you ain't never hunted with Ted and Amber, you know. <laughs> When you throw that TV camera in the mix, uh, it always goes sideways. <laughs> Stevie, <laughs> you know, but you know, the, just the experience for me getting ready to, you know, you know, Stevie and I has been best friends for a long time and we've never got to do a hunt. I mean, we've hunted together, but we've never got to hunt together like this just to do that. Like means a lot to me it almost makes me tear up because I'm so excited. Like that's it's, I just can't wait. All right. I'm definitely not sleeping in the same tent as Ted now. <laughs> you know what? I've got plenty of room in my eight and we're good. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Broke back Canyon. Uh, hey, Ted, we're going to reconvene on these dates and we'll let you know. <laughs> but no, man, I'm, I'm really excited about you know this may this may make me push me to the point where i'm like yeah you know you really are fat and out of shape (laughs) you know to motivate me (laughs) i think i think we're gonna have like the goal obviously is to kill an all dad but the experience is what's really gonna drive us i think and being able to share camp with like-minded people with good friends. I'm excited about some of these meals we're going to cook over an open fire. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, let's go kill an all-dad. Let's go kill a mule deer if the opportunity arises. Uh, uh, A mountain lion. I mean, we got a tall wish list, uh, very long wish list here for the short amount of time that we're going to be doing this. But I'm looking forward to just kicking back and enjoying being in the outdoors and throwing together some campfire meals. That's what I'm really looking forward to. I know I don't have to go to West Texas for that, but we're going to West Texas for that. Well, that's something I was going to say, too, is I feel with the way I do this, right, there's no fancy lodging. There's no there's no roads. Like, there's one road in. It's right down the Rio Grande, like, at any point in time, you could throw something out of your truck into the Rio and it will hit the Rio. But I don't feel, and I could be wrong. There could be other outfitters that are doing it this way, but I don't see it. I don't yeah. see many people advertising, you know, a back country. And this, this is a good um, step in the door for somebody that wants to go and do a back country, Montana elk or Idaho or Utah or wherever. This is a good step in the door because you're going to figure out, you know, some things that like, hey, for my next backcountry hunt that I'm going to go do, I need to bring this instead of bringing these. And it's a good it's a good place marker to to really see where you're at in order to go do a backcountry hunt. And the cooking and the camping and the, that all plays such a big part of it. And that's I mean, that's kind of why I'm excited to be able. Well, I'm excited to be able to do this, but that's why I also feel so fortunate that I am able to do it and offer it as a different style of hunt. Yeah. I was thinking like bringing some Axis burger or elk burger down and uh, like making a chili in a cast iron pot over top the fire 
and just stuffing ourselves to the point where like or like tomorrow yeah we'll probably get up but are we gonna really get up an hour before daylight (laughs) (laughs) that's that's what i'm looking forward to but uh no i really think that this is going to be a great trip because one we're going to go with the best outfitter that's out there and i'm not putting pressure on you Austin, when i say that because hunting is hunting um these are free range animals these are wild animals uh you know we have our own physical limitations and you know probably mental limitations as well and so i want to i want to push myself in a sense that when i get back i can say i gave that hunt everything i had whether i killed and all that or not it's irrelevant and uh, i think that that's this is the hunt that's going to do that and i know me and ted talked about it because we bought new backpacks we bought new like frame packs and and things and i was trying to see if i could fit in his pack so he could carry me around and uh but that didn't work yeah he fits in mine you know you brought yours here and it was full of stuff i got mine today and I opened it up, and it's like, dude, you could put like three midgets in there. <laughs> I mean, that, pretty much. I, I, I don't intend on filling that up unless it's all that high. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking camera gear, tripod, gun, bow, and snacks. that, and some, and some water and snacks. Yeah, that's about all. I'm, and <laughs> Can't if I have to, water. yeah, and if I have to, I'll leave the gun and bow back. That way, I got my snacks and water. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I want to thank Ted and Austin for getting us ready to go on our trip to West Texas. And we're going to continue this conversation on our next episode next week. And until next time, keep hunting and keep doing what God calls you to do. Thank you for listening to Hunting Day with Stephen Robbins. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. If you'd like to follow, you can find Stephen on Instagram at Stephen Hunt Day and Facebook at Stephen Robbins HD. If you'd like to reach Stephen, you can email him at stephen.huntingday at gmail.com.